This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. If you, uh, if you care for your dog as much as I do, and I know you do, you want the best for them. Uno is really starting to slow down. He's for the first time he's starting to feel pain, I think, in his hips and he's limping in a lot. And Rough Greens, I think, gave him a longer um, and better life. Um, Rough Greens is something that we put on his food and it gives him everything that he needs, all of the antioxidants and the probiotics and the vitamins and minerals. And most dogs go crazy for it. Will you find out if your dog does? Find out if uh, your dog can live a healthier, happier life uh, just by going to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Get your first bag free. Just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right. Radio program begins in just a minute. you sick freak welcome to the glenbeck program from the standing rock ranch we are so glad that you have tuned in today uh today is an important day to answer this question what does it mean to be an american what does it mean to be free why do we celebrate july 4th why do we fight for what we fight for or stand for what we do We're not fighting for freedom, we're fighting for opportunity. The opportunity to come here from any place in any in any land with any language, with any religion, with nothing in your pockets except a dream and have the opportunity to build that dream. That's what we are as Americans. Now, what dream is being built? Is it your dream? Is it someone else's dream? Or is it a nightmare? Dark Future premieres today. We begin in 60 seconds. According to the USA, a ton of our annually planted crops in the breadbasket states are not going to be harvested this season due to extreme weather conditions and worldwide fertilizer shortages. Gee, I wonder what happened. How did that happen? 
If that doesn't worry you, it should. It means that the stores and our grocery stores already has have things that are scarce, now going to be more scarce and more expensive. Great. Is it time for you to finally... Is it finally just time to walk the plank and do it? And order and stock up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply. They have huge discounts going on right now, mypatriotsupply.com. Save big on each four-week emergency food kit you'll need for your family. Each kit is packed with delicious, energy-boosting breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, something everybody is going to love. Please go to mypatriotsupply.com. Get massive savings before the deadline, uh, and that is mypatriotsupply.com. Let me just go over some of the headlines today. These are just today's headlines. The riots in France have now become anti-Semitic. Now, we were told that the riots were a George Floyd moment. No, they're not. It is a massive problem with immigration. And who did this immigration over in Europe? Who was the one pushing for it? Were the people of France? Were the people of England? The people of Germany? Were they pushing for all of this immigration? Were they opening their arms and saying, oh, we want everybody from Syria. We want everybody that can come in. Iran, come on in. Were they saying that? No, they weren't. Who was? It was the United Nations and the global government corporations that were saying that. And we were saying the whole time, it's fine if you want to become French, but they don't want to become French. Now they have riots and they become anti-Semitic. What a surprise. Next headline from the New York Post, America's beaches covered in poop. Unsafe. 55% of more than 3,100 beaches tested in 2022 had fecal contamination. Oh, at unsafe levels. That's not a, hey, let's go to the beach this summer, shall we? Antibiotic shortages expected to worsen. Why do we have antibiotic shortages? Why do we have that? Why? 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 Well, because we're building a new global community. Even though we said, hey, let's make sure that we have jobs, even though we have a government that is supposed to protect our rights. You, if you don't have antibiotics, what do you have? What do you have? If everybody is dying from an impacted tooth, what do you have? Meanwhile, 50 Cent now has said that L.A. is doomed because the city has now reinstated their no-bail policy. He said, quote, watch how bad it's going to get. New York's drug supply is the most dangerous ever. Brown University students are identifying as LGBTQ+. Yeah, it's doubled in 10 years. It's now 40% of Brown University. The students are now saying, LGBTQ+. Really? Huh. Meanwhile, Joe Rogan had the proper response after uh, NBC uh, posted a claim that white supremacists online were trying to use physical fitness in order to seduce people. 
to come on in to be a white supremacist. Apparently, if you're fit, you're a white supremacist. New York City is now proposing hiring private security for migrant facilities. Wait, what is that? They're too volatile, too dangerous for unarmed peace officers, says New York. However, they want you to know that while on one hand the city is telling you how safe these migrant centers are in their own neighborhoods, the city is spending millions of dollars to keep people safe at the migrant facility. So it must be the facility itself. The mayor says the primary role of security is to ensure the safety of guests and the staff while creating a welcome safe space for all individuals. No, if those individuals are violent, I don't want a safe space for them. I want them on an airplane headed back and never coming back. But that's not possible. A new report from San Francisco, the Chronicle, found the sanctuary city policies has aided the drug dealers from Honduras so much that they are sending so much money home that in Honduras, there's a real estate boom. See, this is the plan. Is it your plan? Is, it, is this your plan to have poop on our streets and on our beaches, crime in our city, migrants everywhere? There, there, there's absolute chaos. Is it your idea to have so much drug uh, activity on the ground that they're taking your money and shipping it out to another country? They're getting rich on our drug-addled cities it's it's nothing but it's the drug uh it's the the drug cartels that are getting rich and taking your money out and giving it to third world countries that's great we're giving it to criminals we're giving it to criminals why because we have no faith in anything anymore you, you, you don't have a drug problem in a country that doesn't want to have a drug problem, doesn't take drugs. By the way, Politico is reporting today, digital money is getting closer. And <laughs> Axios, how AI will turbocharge misinformation. John Kerry told us yesterday that the problem with the Ukraine war is that it's contributing to climate change. Sure, 50,000 Russians have been killed in the war in Russia, untold numbers on, on the Ukrainian side. But the real problem with the war in Ukraine is climate change. Meanwhile, we just found out that a Russian, uh, Russians infiltrated the Ukrainian intel, and they used the FBI to censor social media. Anybody have a problem with that? Or that the Chinese military is now training kindergartens for kindergartners for war in boot camps all across the country? Kindergartners. What are we teaching them? That their, their private part can be removable at any time that they want. And a lawsuit in Massachusetts. Google has put spyware on residents' phones. Did you know that? Well, it wasn't just Google. Massachusetts Department of Public Health allegedly colluded with Google to secretly install COVID tracking spyware on smartphones of more than a million citizens 
in uh, Massachusetts without their knowledge or their consent. And they made it impossible for people to even find it to take it off. They were tracking people. They have access to your email in an unbelievable step towards China as the uh, new Civil Liberties Alliance group is suing them. Massachusetts and the governor says, well, no, but I mean, COVID is over, so we're not using it anymore. Why are you still suing us? Meanwhile, the feds had to have a judge tell them to take free speech training before asking social media to censor. The United States government, your president, went in front of a of a judge yesterday and said, hey, hey, hey. I mean, we've got to talk to social media. Can you lift this injunction? And he said, no. No. If the defendant's interpretation was accepted, an agency could simply instruct a sub-agency to perform the prohibited act and avoid the consequences of an injunction. Violation of the First Amendment constitutional right, even for a short period of time, is always irreparable injury. You had to tell the president of the United States that? Meanwhile... We've got Congress there on top of it, the House Financial Services Committee. They're going to hold separate hearings tomorrow and on Friday to examine ESG, environmental, social, and corporate governance investing, whether or not that's going to affect things in a negative way for people. The last time they debated ESG, it just went into yelling at one another devolved into combative debate over race and the term woke oh god so what is the state of america today new york times looked at 37 cities across the u.s with the data just from the first three months of 2021 there had been an 18 percent increase in murders over the same time period of 2020. And they said at the time, it may be hard because the FBI is changing the way crime figures are reported, so it might be difficult to identify national trends after 2021. They looked at data from 70 urban areas for the first half of 2022, compared it with the same period of 21. They found there were increases in murders in 30 areas. Similar trend identified by the Council of Criminal Justice. This is a report from July, which looked at 10 categories of violent property or drug offenses in 29 cities. They found the number of homicides declined slightly in the first half of 22 compared with the same period last year. But the homicide rate is still 39 percent higher. Across the 29 different measurements, 38% of Americans now say, I guess I'm satisfied. When you break it down by all aspects of life and policy issues, the same story emerges. 41% are satisfied on the seven aspects of life measured consistently over the last two decades. That includes quality of life, the system of government, how it works, the influence of organized religion. 41% 
statistically insignificant uh, difference from the 39% that were satisfied last year, and last year was the lowest on record. Faith in the policies that we have to reduce crime, state of the economy, quality of education, 35%. That's the lowest ever measured. Majorities say they feel fearful, 62% of Americans. Angry, 55% as they think about the state of our country. Fewer than half feel hopeful, and only 20% now say they feel proud. Meanwhile, the religious landscape of the United States continues to change at a rapid clip. 65% of Americans adults describe themselves as Christian when asked about their religion. That's down 12 points. A few weeks ago, Boston played host to the largest satanic gathering in history. SatanCon kicked off. Meanwhile, NPR says America's satanic panic returns, this time through QAnon. Well, you know, and that's why we want to save children, just because QAnon. Meanwhile, The Atlantic says, why is witchcraft on the rise? Our borders break new problems every day and new records every day. 1.6 million encounters so far in 2023. So far, 204,000 in May, 88,000 unaccompanied minors in 2023. 7,553 criminals crossed the border in 2023 so far. uh, 365 sex offenders crossed in 2022. 184 sex offenders have crossed so far in 23. There's an epidemic of missing children. What's causing this? By the way, a survey of U.S. adults, especially millennials, increasingly endorse Marxism and a rejection of private property and traditional morality. According to Pew, 50% of Americans now believe colleges and universities are having a positive effect. Only 50%. 38% they're saying having a negative effect. I can't believe that number is that high. When Pew inquired about opinions on technology companies, churches, religious organizations, national news media, banks, large corporations, labor unions, it found that no more than half of the U.S. believed any of them were having any positive impact on the country. All right, so there's the problem. Now, do you want to live this way or do you want to fix it? Back in 60 seconds. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. You can't go out and buy your dog a, a gym membership. Believe me, I've tried. I just drop him off. I, why do I have to walk him? I just drop him off at the gym. They don't have opposable thumbs, it seems, so the equipment is out, and uh, you're just going to be embarrassed. They're going to be embarrassed. It's really – they're, they're, they're lazy. Let's just put it that way. So make sure your dog is healthy, the healthiest life he can lead. Fortunately, it is simple. Get him started on Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. Oh, I'm so sick of that stuff. 
This is filled with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it, they have a special deal for you. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. They're going to give your first trial bag free. Call 833-GLEN-33 or RoughGreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Let's say hello to uh, Stu. Hello, Stu. How are you? Glenn, happy dark future. (laughs) Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. You know, I was sitting here this morning at about 4 a.m. And I was thinking, how do I how do I approach the dark future that we're facing? And I started just looking at the headlines and I realized we're not there yet, but look how dark things are already. And it is so clear where all of these problems are coming from. It's so clear. How do people not see it? You have immigration problems. Who's pushing for the immigration and open borders? Who's pushing for that? It's the George Soros. It's the uh, United Nations, the World Economic Forum. Locally or, you know, in a nation, it's the Democrats. France is now showing us what our future is. Who's what is happening to our cities where the 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 city streets are covered in poop? People are moving out. Crime is crazy. Who's doing that? Well, we know that BLM is an international organization. Who's breaking our families down? Well, BM, BLM. Who's, excuse me, who is causing the, um, uh, the criminals to be led away? Yeah, just uh, free them. Oh, murder? Yeah, we'll come back on Tuesday. It's BLM. It's the global organizations. It's George Soros. It's all the same people. All of these things are the same people. We're facing now an antibiotics shortage. That's coming from China. So is that the boat problem or is that a China problem? Meanwhile, we are struggling with a president who is in bed with China. No wonder there isn't any law and order in the country. There's no law and order at the top. Why should there be any law and order down at the bottom? The only people that have to play by the rules are the people that disagree with the current administration and agree with the founding fathers that's nuts that's nuts so what do we do well i'm gonna i'm gonna show you the outline of deeply what the problem is and how we solve it today the book dark future comes out and it is really good it is about 500 pages longest book i've ever released and really really thorough and has a good ending to it. It, it. it does offer real solutions and real hope. It's not too late to save our country, but the hour is growing near. The Glenn Beck Program. Our sponsor this, uh, this half hour is Relief Factor Sleep. Here's how you know whether or not you need Relief Factor Sleep in your life. 
Are you the president of the United States? Do you go around American functions saying things like, God save the queen, man. No, I mean it. It's not a no joke. If that's you, you definitely need to get more sleep. And, uh, you know, maybe you should move your bedtime from 4 p.m. to maybe 2 p.m. If you're literally anyone else, well, you don't have to sleep at 2 o'clock, but it'd be nice if you could sleep by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 1 a.m., you could catch up on those Z's with Relief Factor, just like regular Relief Factor that helps you with your pain. Relief Factor sleep is 100% drug-free. I've taken it two times uh, this uh, week. Oh, Jesus, it's only Tuesday. Well, I took it Saturday, and I took it again last night, and I can tell you from experience, it works. You'll feel the difference right away. $19.95, 20 bucks to get the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away to sleep. Unleash the power of sleep. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Relief factor sleep. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Subscribe and also get your copy of Dark Future. Available everywhere today. The book Dark Future is out today. You can find it at glensnewbook.com. That's glensnewbook.com. Order it uh, and uh, make sure a, a hard copy is sent to you. Uh, it is a look at what is, is being designed for you. The first book went into ESG. Most people don't know what ESG is. It is a system very much like the Chinese system uh of uh, social credits when you have enough social credits you can do whatever it is you want to do if you don't have enough social credits well you can't do really anything that the state tells you you can't do i want to show you how insidious this is unesco uh put out a a brochure and they are working with your local community you have to get involved in your local community unesco puts out this uh, thing on how things are going to be somewhere in 2030. Now, this is their view for 2030. Tell me this is the idea of America. His boss says uh, it works well. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I have started right. Uh, is really out of luck. Here it is. Jay is just one of the thousands of families of migrants forced into exile by wars, famines, and global warming. The couple and their two children are extremely fortunate because this is an open country and a welcoming city. After weeks of difficulties out on the street, an NGO provided them with a new identity document and secured it by blockchain registration, which allows them now to receive aid. They also found somewhere to stay at the homed. Everyone calls it the hive. Scaffolding and stairs were added to a huge windowless wall on which humanitarian organizations hung prefabricated housing units, 3D printing. But Jay doesn't know what that is. It may be small, but it still beats sleeping out on the street. Kay still lives with her family in the slums where she was born. On the surrounding uh, wasteland, she can see signs of a new city being built. 
the advertising posters call it a smart city with beautiful images showing a dream life. A local counselor came to talk to them about replacing the slums with this sort of modern habitat and even said that some slum population would be housed there. But the dream really seems remote. In the immediate future, the young woman and her partner are mainly interested in improving their lives and those of their neighbors in their local environment by joining volunteer organizations, NGOs. Her partner, not her husband, her partner has just participated in a geo-addressing operation with volunteer organizations. Volunteers registered the GPS coordinates of each housing unit of small shops, of the dispensary, of the water fountains, and the collective bins, the nurses, and the neighborhood advisors. Now everyone has a map and a small directory with all of these addresses. The lucky ones will have direct access with their smartphones, while others still need to ask one of their more fortunate neighbors. Last year, she helped organize a collective waste collection project, as rubbish is a major problem here. First, volunteers were needed to collect waste using a bicycle and a trailer. And then the neighbors needed to be convinced to take their bags of refuse to the collectors. The project became successful when the public uh, authorities, who hadn't organized the waste collection themselves in the first place, paid a subsidy half to pay the collectors who did the real job and half to reward the local population with gift vouchers. They met three years ago when they were both on the team of volunteers tasked with showing the local population how to use M-Pesa, an electronic wallet system for low-income households without bank accounts. They use it on their mobile phones. She'll soon be a member of the delegation having a roundtable with city officials to listen and discuss improvements. He's somewhat skeptical. His view is that up to now, uh, the, uh, up to now uh, the appointment, this doesn't make any sense, sends her a taxi drone. At this point, the service is only used for the type needed to avoid traffic jams. M is a community activist who is determined to combat everything he refers to as Big Brother. He believes, in the long run, the installation of cameras and sensors in the city, facial recognition software, and all forms of biometric identity, also the work of robots who read his emails and social network posts, are a threat to privacy of individuals and to the freedom of social life. His view is that services provided, even when they're free, neither compensate nor justify being spied on well the n family has always believed in clean forms of transport and the last time they moved they compared neighborhoods using their cyclable and walkable note that's an index that measures how convenient walking and cycling is sometimes referred to as the 15 minute city oh my gosh does this sound like a dream we have not been given these citizens' names because we could find almost all of them on any continent in megacities which have made the transition towards smaller cities to a greater or lesser degree. But they could be our children in 2030. Their traditions, cultures, religions, sure, are different. But these citizens share increasingly globalized lifestyles, those of smart cities. Stu, I don't know about you, but... 
That sounds great. Mm, I mean, I can I could volunteer to pick up trash if I wanted to. And maybe the government would give me a gift certificate, right? (laughs) We get U.S. bucks that are only available to spend in certain stores. Maybe programmable digital currency would be it. Oh, we could get it. Get it. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Sounds great. (laughs) Now, I also like the fact that you can only use a car occasionally if it's really important um, because everything else you have to walk. And there's nothing I love more. Uh, Sure, my grocery store is 15 minutes from my house, and I have to climb up scaffolding, apparently, to get to my little pod. Um, But uh, I don't mind carrying those groceries around town. Do you? No. Oh, no. This sounds like a dream come true. Imagine the exercise you'd get uh, carrying them around. Exactly. Uh, It's all about health. Exactly right. Now, a lot of people, your friends, will tell you this is crazy, and that's okay. Don't waste your time on people who are just not willing to ask honest questions. And you have to have the honest answers. Um, Somebody who asks you an honest question is someone who will change if you can prove it to them. Nobody's asking those anymore, and that's our biggest problem in America. Nobody is asking an honest question. They want to win. They want to show that you're a dummy. You're a conspiracy theorist. Or on the other side, you're just a Marxist socialist that has to die. Okay? Um, I really want to know what the truth is. And I don't want this to be the truth. But our government and the governments of the world and the media of the entire world They are not telling you the things that are going on. Do you know that 37% of Americans currently report on being very or somewhat familiar with ESG? That's not good. 36% unchanged from the 37% last year, 36%. Another 22% are not that familiar. And 40% are not familiar at all. I saw a poll uh, that was done by Gallup. And this is what they were, this is what they were describing uh, ESG as. Uh, ESG includes factors like the record of a business on human rights, the environment, and diversity, or other social values. And some people take these factors into account when making decisions about buying products and services for investing. Mm, Really? Because that, no, that's, mm -mm. that's not what ESG is. Would you say that is what ESG is? That's what they'd like you to believe it is. That is exactly ESG. what they hope you don't believe. You, they hope you don't believe anything about it, right? They hope you don't know what it is at all. They, I, I can't Correct. tell you how many reports I've heard of like, well, if you're talking about three-letter acronyms, uh, you're losing. And uh, that's why it's not, no, no candidates should be discussing this. Though we have seen the ones that do discuss it seem to make real inroads. They seem to be making a, a big difference and and moving the race a little bit. So I don't know. I mean, wow, I, but they're still losers. They're yeah. still losers. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, by the way, on uh, on Friday, uh, we're covering the uh, family leadership summit. Um, we are uh, going to be 
uh, covering the first presidential forum of the 2024 primaries. I got news last night. I don't even know if this is true, that Donald Trump is uh, may not show up. We hope he does. Um, it's it's not our event. So I know he was invited if he wasn't invited and and wasn't really thinking about coming. I don't know if I would have agreed to uh, to host the coverage because we got to have all of them there. I want to see how Donald Trump handles um, the same questions that everybody else is going to be uh, handling. Um, but we hope if you're a fan of his, encourage him to go to the family leadership summit. I, I think he said yesterday that he had something that he just couldn't get out of. Um, but I really hope that he shows up. Anyway, uh, we have that all day Friday, and you'll see all of the candidates, I think, except for Trump. I don't think we're leaving any of the 400 out, are they? Uh, and, uh, and Tucker Carlson is going to be interviewing them. You'll be able to see this on YouTube, but we also have an exclusive interview with Tucker Carlson. I'm going to be talking talking to uh, Tucker for about an hour after this is all over. I'm going to be joining him uh, on stage for an exclusive interview, and that is only for Blaze TV subscribers, and you don't want to miss this. Go ahead on over to blazetv.com slash Glenn, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code will not be censored and get $30 off the annual subscription. That happens on Friday, and you'll be able to see all of our coverage, uh, except for the exclusive interview. You'll be able to see all of the coverage that you'll need um, uh, on YouTube, and we'll give you more information on that as we, uh, as we go. The problem with the media and everyone else, and I think... People are waking up to this. I think they are waking up all around the world to the problems that have been made by the giant institutions and the uh, politicians, the parties, and these uh, global corporations in league with things like the World Economic Forum. And when you have, when you have enough evidence that this is a bad idea, you better move quickly if you are those global entities. You better get us roped in so there's no way out. Right now, there is a way out. Right now, you can do something about it. But the first thing you have to do is educate yourself and others. Dark Future takes, picks it up where um, the Great Reset leaves off this shows you now the next phase and we're in it right now so much of this is reading like a newspaper we laid this to rest i think for print i don't even know back in december uh and so you know we were thinking oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh is this even going to be relevant because things are happening so fast it's all happening right now uh, and it is really important for you to share it with a friend. You're going to be able to get the um, the audio version soon. That's coming out uh, soon. The paper version is available for right now. Just go to glensnewbook.com. That's glensnewbook.com. Get it today. It is available today. Our sponsor this half hour is Good Ranchers. Well, uh, you know what China is full of? Uh Oh, my gosh, that was just that's wrong. That's what you were thinking. Shame on you. I was thinking COVID and communism. 
and a whole lot of so-called American beef. Glenn, you're telling me the Chinese are being dishonest about everything? No, of course not. Of course not. Sometimes they'll admit that they're full of communism. But the other stuff? Pretty much. 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas. Why are we doing that? And then our government is complicit by putting a sticker on it that says product of the U.S. It's not true. With good ranchers, they source all of their high-quality beef and chicken and fish, all from local farms and ranches. For every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. That's over a million meals so far. So you can do good while you eat. Head on over to GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get $30 off every box. With Good Ranchers, you can feel good about the 100% American, totally uh, locally sourced meat. And uh, as you're sitting there smelling it grill up on the grill and you're eating it, you'll also remember that you are saving money. They are locking in the price, so your price doesn't change. You order today, you order a year from now, it's not going to change. You make sure you get that by locking in your price now at GoodRanchers.com. If you use the promo code BECK, you're going to get $30 off your Good Ranchers order at GoodRanchers.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you're someone who takes shooting seriously, you know you have to be in good practice. It's really important. And a lot of practice, of course, means a lot of money spent on ammunition, range fees, all the, all the rest. Until iTarget came along, of course, that is, if you've never tried iTarget, if you don't know about these cool laser bullets uh, that they have, imagine being able to do all the stuff that you want to do at a range uh, at home. You can practice, you can get better, you can do all the uh, target shooting you want to do but with the iTarget Pro. Now, iTarget Cube elevates this experience even more because the iTarget Cube is fully compatible with the existing laser bullets that you might already have or you need to get. Um, when you get these, of course, you can upgrade to the three-pack of cubes for the unique training experience that goes along with this because you can you know, practice clearing drills or random uh, mode. You can use all of these uh, options to be able to practice and and do all these self-defense drills in the in the comfort of your own home without putting bullets through your walls. <laughs> it's kind of a nice benefit. They connect to Wi-Fi, so you can place these cubes anywhere in your home and practice self-defense scenarios safely without the expense and inconvenience of having to go to the shooting range. Uh, you need to be in good practice. If you're gonna if you're someone who cares about the Second Amendment, that's really important. iTarget is for you right now. You can save 10% plus free shipping. With the offer code BLAZE, when you go to itargetpro.com, they come in all the most popular calibers. You can train with almost any firearm. itargetpro.com. The code is BLAZE10 at itargetpro.com. You know, I got to tell you, uh, Stu and I were just talking about the uh, the dangers of global climate change. It is just crazy. And the growth of LGBTQ members. I mean, we're now we're in Brown University, close to 50 percent of the students are saying they're LGBTQ, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, at this and pace, it, Glenn, uh, we over 100 percent of people will be LGBTQ in the very near future, which makes them even well, more of a target of climate change. <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. And makes you really more of a hater because all of your children and your grandchildren will be LGBTQ. 
in a hundred years when the earth is on fire and frozen yeah and uh your kids so you, why do you hate your own kids and your grandkids and it's you typical know? straight privilege to uh to have to go completely <laughs> extinct right before climate change comes right. for them typical yeah 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 well hurry climate change if you want to kill us all because we'll all be gay and not have children program. soon I want to talk to you about Mantis X. Mantis X will help you uh, practice your gun skills and in a completely different way. This is like having an instructor standing right with you. I am fortunate enough or unfortunate enough, I guess, that I have to have security with my family all the time. The good news on that is I become a very good shot because I have, you know, former snipers that are on my team that you know say wait a minute hang on this is what you're doing wrong and they will tell me after every shot well this is what mantis x does and mantis x i don't have to listen to their sniper stories you know what i mean it's fantastic you have a right to keep and bear arms but you have to be well well regulated you have to you have to have uh, your shooting skills and 94 percent of shooters improve within 20 minutes i have it's mantis x MantisX.com. you can dry fire or live fire with it MantisX.com. check it out now to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Tuesday, July 11th, which means today the book Dark Future is out and available. And we encourage you to get it and get a hardbound copy now. You don't really own anything digital, uh, and it can be revoked from you at any time. Why do you think, I mean, do you really think when it says click to buy now, you're actually buying that digital thing? You're not. And why would they ever, Glenn, you're such a conspiracy theorist, why would they ever get rid of books that you read? Oh, I'm going to give you a real example in 60 seconds from the horse's mouth. First, I've been wearing uh, my slippers the last few weeks as I've been out on the road, and I have to tell you, nobody has come up to me in any of the uh, in any of the uh, uh, museum stops that we did. I'll walk in wearing my slippers, and I'll feel I don't know a little like okay, I probably shouldn't be wearing my slippers here. Nobody ever says anything about them. Maybe it's because they're like, "Holy cow, is that guy let himself go? Look at that." And he's wearing parachute pants. And so they never get to the actual slippers. I'm not sure. But they are really, really comfortable. Use the promo code BACK. You'll get the all-season slippers for just 25 bucks. They're normally $149.98. Now, 25 bucks. They come in a ton of new colors. They make perfect gifts. 
just make sure that you get them now and they do have a limit limit to 10 pairs at checkout it's 25 bucks now myslippers.com myslippers.com it's my sorry it's mypillow.com that's what they should call it now mypillow.com use the promo code beck all right, we have uh, Justin Haskins on. He is my co-author of The Great Reset and Dark Future. He is also the Heartland Institute Socialism Research Center Director. Uh, Justin, you and I spoke, you were really young the first time that we first spoke, wasn't it? I'm still young. How Glenn. young were you? Young at heart. I, uh, I was in my 20s. I know. I'm not going to disclose exactly 20s, how young I was, but I was in my 20s. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would probably be your honor. I had no idea he was that young. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, I called you because you had started a a website, StopSocialism.com. StoppingSocialism.com. Yes. Yep. As yeah, part of the socialism was. research at the time, it wasn't a center. It was just a project idea that I had. And uh I had the courage. And you were just a regular, just yeah, a, regular a regular Joe. kid. If you're, yeah, yeah. No, I was just, I was just, um, you know, I had written a little bit for the Blaze, but you know, we had never contacted each other. We didn't know each other, and uh, I just reached out to you and said, "Hey, I had this idea. Check out this website. What do you think?" And you, very s- smartly, uh, agreed to endorse <laughs> it. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was the first communicate, but that was not the first time we met. That was just the first time that, you know, you... Oh, really? When did we meet the first time? That was... You don't remember Please make it interesting. Oh, it was super interesting. Remember, we were... I was at... I can't believe you don't remember this. This is the the origin story. I was at CPAC speaking on the Green New Deal, which was a thing at the time. Yes. That's how we met, Glenn. No, stopping socialism was before. Yeah, that was before, but that was the first time that you... That was the first time we met. Oh, that's the first time... It was oh, the yeah, first yeah. time we in met, person. first conversation okay. we've ever we ever had yeah, was yeah, yeah yeah exactly I was in Siberia I, in the Siberia it's the Siberia room at CPAC where with in front of eight people <laughs> and, and in walks Glenn Beck and his whole team of people which I think doubled the the size of the room which was great <laughs> and uh, I was the third person you don't know this but I was the third person on a three person panel talking about the Green New Deal that was an hour and a half presentation you walked in and the last 30 minutes when I just happened to get up and give my no, speech. No, no. Oh, yeah. No, you're the only one I wanted to see. Oh, wow. Really, honestly. <laughs> well, you were the only one I wanted to see. That <laughs> wasn't a coincidence. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, so anyway, we we became friends after that, and right. we uh, have been, I mean, we're both, we're both haters of Marxism. Uh, and uh, when the Great Reset came uh, to to the forefront, we started talking about it that it just can't be true this just can't be true it's it's it sounds like a crazy conspiracy and you know maybe this is something to shake us off and you know and put us into the the QAnon road and we're looking for pizza places you know that will deliver children if you order pineapple right uh, and uh, that, by the way, means you want a Honduran kid. Uh, I understand. Anyway, uh, so we just thought it was crazy. And the more research we did, the more we realized this is absolutely true. And they are just so arrogant about it that they don't care if anybody knows because they don't think anybody can stop it. We didn't. To the beginning of last book, we weren't sure it could be stopped either. 
Um, and I don't know. I'm much more optimistic about it. I'm much now more, than I yeah. was. I'm mu- I, the yeah. thing that we learned from the last book as we were doing the research for that and preparing for it was um, it, it just all the pieces had already been put into place. They were just they were just uh, the machine had been built. The machine was running. It was just how far down the road were, had we gone and can we turn things around? It wasn't stopping a plan. It was stopping something already in action and it just seemed so because they used the language they used. It was all financial sector jargon and it was all these really elaborate uh, things that they had put into the banking system and Wall Street and all of this. And we thought this is so important. But is anybody going to care? Is anybody going to realize what this is or is this just going to be too difficult for people to understand? And instead, people reacted with a wave of opposition to it. States all across the country, more than 20 states introduced legislation over the past two years trying to stop ESG, social credit scores. It's a huge part of the Great Reset. In Florida, they passed the most comprehensive legislation that has ever been passed this mm-hmm. past year, uh, just a few months ago on this issue. Um, other states are talking about doing the same thing. It is huge what has happened. And I hope that this book, Dark Future, has the same kind of effect because there are this is actually as crazy as it sounds bigger this is bigger this is a bigger problem well this yeah this this one is where we start to introduce technology and and let me just say something i want to read something uh that i just read to Stu off air this is from unesco um and this is what they predicting life is like in the future of course, uh, both A and M, those are the two people uh, that they're talking about here. They don't want to give them names because, you know, you might you don't want to dead name people. Anyway, um, both husband and wife have to uh, travel 25 kilometers to get to work. But this is easier now, thanks to the high speed bullet train in its underground tunnel. You know, you know, it's a doomed utopia when it ever starts with a bullet train. Yes, it's great, but only when you can actually get on the train, mumbles A to himself as he approaches the automated facial recognition gate. The integrated cameras um, uh, recognize the faces of year-round ticket holders. Compare them to the files and open the gate, but not always. If the system detects a wanted criminal or simply a scatterbrain who just hasn't paid his fines for the last year, it takes only a minute for the police to get there, which inspires a feeling of safety. But more mundanely. Now listen to this. More mundanely. The door stays shut if a traveler's score on his Civic Points license... That would be ESG score, uh, which is a system created to monitor good social behavior, uh, is not high enough to take the quick transport train. That's what happened to his wife, B, a few months ago. She had to take a slow bus that tripled her travel time, despite the fact that she doesn't throw away greasy paper in the street. She doesn't smoke in non-smoking areas. She puts her glass bottles in the right bin, unlike her husband who lost five points because he wasn't paying attention. Listen to that. She doesn't elbow her way past people in queues. In short, she's the perfect citizen. Now, she's riding the bus. She's the perfect citizen. Why is she riding the bus? Perhaps with the exception of her profession. 
as a journalist, she sometimes works on sensitive issues and on people on the fringes of society. And that's where she loses points. Now, let me ask you, if you're a journalist and your job is to report on things, but if you're talking to somebody who disagrees with the power, and that means you can't take the high-speed bullet train, it means that you have to take a bus for an hour and a half and you're going to be late for work every day, do you think you're going to keep talking to those people? Yeah, of course not. This, Of course not. With ESG is the score dark future will show you the mechanics at work it will show you the technology that is at work yes i think that's a hundred percent right i think that's a great way of framing the issue there are so many emerging technologies that are from artificial intelligence to smart cities that are endorsed by the World Economic Forum. I know you've talked about that before. There's a whole bunch of smart yep. cities in the United States, including Dallas. Texas is one of them. Um, I saw San Antonio just a week or two ago is is uh, rapidly moving towards smart city status. Uh, you've so- got to get away from smart cities. This is one of the more important things. You will not be able to fight this on a global scale. You have to fight this on a local scale. Smart cities sound great. Smart cities sound like, oh, well, that's just going to they're going to have high speed Internet everywhere. That's not what a smart city is. Right. No, it's a surveillance state. That's essentially that's essentially what they're building is the most complex surveillance state um, and, and, and they're taking this playbook from China. This already exists in China. They're starting to build the framework for it in cities in the United States. They collect data and then they use the data because data is the is the is going to be like the gold of the ne- or the oil of the next century. That's that's what Correct. in the future data is going to be everything. That's why the most powerful companies in the world right now are. The reason they're so powerful is because of data. They they hold more Correct. data than everybody else. And data That's why Apple, if you look at all of these companies, they take you are the product. You've known that for a long time. Now you're seeing how much you're being monetized. So they have every bit of data. They know you better than you know you and can predict you and manipulate you. And I know that sounds insidious, but it is insidious and it's real. Right. And up until now, up until very recently, they've been collecting all this data, but they haven't necessarily had the tools to analyze the data or to use the data in really nefarious ways. But that's what the advancements in these in in computer technology and quantum computing and supercomputers and all of this stuff, that processing power mixed with artificial intelligence, which has the ability to understand the data in a way that humans, it would take them a thousand years to understand the data. AI can do it instantaneously, practically. And so the combination of collecting data and then being able to analyze it and then being able to make decisions instantaneously based on that data means you have no real freedom. We are at greater risk today than we have ever been before because of the mix of data collection, artificial intelligence, and Davos elites using this technology to control people. I will tell you that when you say we're at the greatest uh, crossroads and greatest um, uh, trouble we've ever been at, biggest loss of freedom ever, 
it is true and we mean ever all of the freedom all of the freedom that man has ever enjoyed all piled up into one heap losing all of that freedom everywhere on earth this is not just an american thing this is every human being on earth and as uh Stephen Hawking said at the end of his life, and I think people are starting to wake up to what he said as not a, you know, the rant of a crazy man, but uh, a very dire and uh, accurate possible prediction of the future, that it means the end of Homo sapiens as we know it by 2050. You will understand that deeper if you go to glensnewbook.com, glensnewbook.com, it is called Dark Future. Get it there. Uh, buy it wherever you get your books. The audiobook comes out soon. It's glensnewbook.com. It comes out today. It will be in bookstores today. Get your copy while they, while they last. Uh, we'll back w- with uh, more on this in just a second. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. One of the things that I'm really proud of in my career is I don't recommend things that uh, I don't believe in. I was just talking to a guy who's now a friend of mine. Uh, he has a business, and it's a, it's a health business. And he tried to get on maybe eight years ago, and he still can't get on because there's just a long list of people that want to be on this program. But he tried to get on a few years ago, and I said, I don't recommend things that you put in your body. And he, he was kind of, he, we didn't know each other at the time. He's kind of like, well, who are you? Everybody else does. Um, and we were just talking a couple of weeks ago and he said, you really don't do those things, do you? And I'm like, no, we're not. We're unlike any other show. You can present them to me and I'll take some of them, but I don't necessarily take everything because I don't have to. Uh, relief factor I turned down for probably five years I finally started taking it uh, because my wife, you know, said she's not going to listen to me whine anymore about my pain unless I try everything. So I tried it and it worked. And that's when I started doing advertising for Relief Factor. Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. It's not a drug. It's all healthy and natural. So it reduces the inflammation and it doesn't bug you out. But I'll tell you, it's worked miracles for me. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. It's relieffactor.com. 10 second station ID. Okay. Okay, so we're talking about the new book, uh, Dark Future, that is out today. Please order it. It is really vital. If you want to save freedom, this is something that you will not get any place else. Uh, it is uh, part two of the, uh, the series now on the, um, the uh, Great Reset. Um, but this one, this one is the second phase where we show you now... ESG, what it does is it it uh, slows down all freedom loving people by tying them to the banks and the money. And you can't do business with just anybody. You have to have a certain social score or they're calling it an ESG score. But now the technology is here uh, and the technology is truly terrifying when you look at what they're implementing yeah 
I mean, it really is amazing. There is this um, incredible movement amongst elites, including the Biden administration, to merge artificial intelligence and ESG because they understand that whoever controls ESG, uh, whoever controls AI in the future will control all of human civilization. They, yeah. I mean, no, it's, 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 uh, I mean, Putin said this, the next war will be fought with ones and zeros and whoever gets AI or AGI first will control the world. And it's true. It will control all data. It will control all people. It will control you in ways you don't know it's even controlling you. Right. And it, and this, and, and this, so they're building this infrastructure in order to make sure that the AI is producing the results they want. Because of course, if you're an elite and you're giving AI control over all sorts of systems, one of the concerns you have is what if it doesn't give me the result I want? I can't have that. We have to make sure that I'm getting the result I want. So the Biden administration released an AI bill of rights. Okay. This was in October, 2022. And in the bill of rights, there is a section called algorithmic discrimination protections. This is what it's called. This is a direct quote from that section. Algorithmic discrimination occurs when automated systems, is talking about AI, contribute to unjustified, different treatment or impacts disfavoring people based on a whole bunch of different factors, including race, ethnicity, all of these other things. So in other words... Okay, wait, 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 wait. The people who write the algorithms will tell you right now they have no idea how AI comes to the decisions that it does. It's a neural net. It's like your brain. You can't follow the thought, you know, precisely go, oh, well, that thought is connected to this thought and this thought in the brain. They don't know how it's making decisions. So how are they going to stop that from happening? They're going to rig the AI to make sure that it gets the results they don't care about how it makes the decision necessarily. They care about the result. If the result <laughs> leads to an injustice, then it's not a good result. So we have to make sure that the AI produces an equitable outcome. Otherwise, it's okay. producing discrimination. That's that's how this system works. So I just can't take I mean, then why have AI? Sincerely, why have AI? If AI is telling you this is the right way to do it, Okay, you've done it. You, you've come up with a system because it's m much more smart than you. And this is the way to do it. And then you don't like the results. Why don't you just do it in the first place? Oh, I have a theory. I mean, oh, I have a theory. Oh. <laughs> I have a theory. I bet you do. And we'll go there in just a second. Glensnewbook.com. Get it today. It's out. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So anyone who knows me thinks of me as, you know, an eternal optimist, really. You know, the glass half full type of guy. Type of guy. Okay, maybe not. But once in a while, I have a positive thought. Uh, and I had one about a year and a half ago. And that is, hey, why not use some of the money that you have in your mortgage uh, and get, use that money to pay off the high-interest credit cards, get a lower rate to pay them off. Huh? I mean, that's a positive idea. 
This is the kind of thing that American uh, financing specializes in. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have that positive thought. They did. But it's not right for everybody. I want you to check it out and see if it's right for you. But if you're paying, you know, 20% for a credit card and you're just not going to be able to pay it off, pay it off. Use some of your mortgage and get a lower rate at about 5% or 6% as opposed to the 20%. It's AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net or you can call them 800-906-2440. Dark Future. Uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase. Available now. Go to glensnewbook.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Out today, my new book called Dark Future. You can get it wherever books are sold today. Is, um, it is out, and it is extremely important. It is the follow-up of The Great Reset, uh, and it will show you the technology that The Great Resetters will use to be able to shape a new society. Justin Haskins is my co-author, and he uh, joins me today. I, I want to read something that Yuval Harari uh, has said. Now, he is a futurist and what is he, a sociologist? What, what, what are his credentials? Oh, Do you know, I don't know. He, he's an academic yeah. for sure. Philosopher. Yeah, he's, an, he's right. He's a philosopher. And he's unfortunately right about an awful lot of things. But we're talking about how um, the algorithms now are going to have to be tweaked by humans to make sure that there isn't uh, some unseen consequence that might hurt gays, blacks, whatever. Uh, He said, we will face now individual discrimination. It might be based on a good assessment of who you are. If an algorithm employed by a company looks up your Facebook profile or DNA, trawl through school and professional records, they could figure out pretty much accurately who you are. You will not be able to do anything about this discrimination, first of all, because it's you. They won't discriminate on you because you're Jewish or gay, but because you are you. The worst thing is, it will be true. It took centuries, even thousands of years, for us to reap the rewards of decisions made by our forebears, for example. Uh, Growing wheat that led to the agricultural revolution, but not anymore. Time is accelerating. The long term may no longer be defined in centuries or millenniums, but in the terms of 20 years. This is the first time in history we have no idea how human society will be or if it will be in a couple of decades. Stealing, for example, has become so complicated in today's world. Back in biblical times, Mr. Harari said, this is in the New York Times. If you were stealing, you were aware of your actions and their consequences on your victim. But theft today could entail investing, even unwittingly, in a very profitable but unethical corporation that damages the environment and employs an army of lawyers and lobbyists to protect itself from lawsuits and regulations. Am I stealing a river? Asked Mr. Harari. Even if I'm aware, I don't know how the corporation makes its money. It'll take me months or even years to find out what my money is doing. And during that time, I'll be guilty of so many crimes to which I would know nothing about. The problem is understanding the extremely complicated chains of cause and effect. 
My fear is that homo sapiens are just not up to it. We've created such a complicated world that we're no longer able to make sense of what is happening. Wow. Yeah. So this you understand in a very deep way what ESG is. You can't understand. And even if you do understand, you can't balance it in your cute little head. That's why you'll listen to the experts, the experts that have developed ESG and now the algorithms that will enforce it. And you don't know how it is. It is produced. However, does it matter? No, it actually works to the advantage of the the elite ruling class. Yeah. I mean, if you think about discrimination historically, the reason why you have discrimination is because it's really hard to stop the people when you're in charge of everything. It's really hard to stop the people you don't like from doing the things that you don't want them to do. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you make generalizations. You say, well, generally speaking, you know, the problem is the Jews. Like that's what that's what they did in Nazi <laughs> Germany. That's the problem. Right. Generally speaking, right. maybe not every we Jew. Wouldn't have, right. We wouldn't have all these problems with these Jews if we just didn't have all these Jews. <laughs> right. And so, and so, because they didn't know every single thought about every single person. They didn't know every single decision that everyone is making. They have to make generalizations and then persecute whole groups of people. That's how it works, right? So then, but now they can know every single thing about every single person. They can. They are collecting all of this data and building machines specifically for the purpose of processing that data so that they can know you better than you know yourself. Another Yuval Harari quote we talk about in the book. He, he, he says this, quote, new technologies could hijack democracy and even our sense of self. Technology will be a new tool for discrimination, not against groups, but individuals. So if you are out of, I mean, if you are you, if you're listening to this program, if the, if this falls into the hands of the, the people who already it's in the hands of, and it remains there, you are the target. And if you happen to be on the other side of the argument, I just want you to know Technology doesn't and revolutions don't usually end the way you think it does. It usually ends with somebody else in charge, not you. This could be used as a weapon against you. And you are already committing all kinds of crimes. If you look at climate crimes, just on how you're investing, where do you buy your gas? All of that stuff. Yes. You're already guilty. They've already made that determination. And when they give you a score, the whole purpose of an ESG score is so that you know how guilty you are so that you can correct your behavior. And if you don't correct your behavior, then they're going to punish you or they'll reward you if you do correct your behavior. That's the choice that you make. And a lot of people, I think, believe, well, I, I'm not going to allow this to happen to me. I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I have some technology in my life, but for the most part, I'm not going full bore on all these things. What you have to understand is that the amount of data that is being collected on you, uh, just the average regular already. everyday person already is enough for them to know virtually anything they want to know about you just with a Facebook so, uh, profile. They can do that. They've actually done studies where they've shown that just with 
just Facebook's data alone, they know almost everything about you. They know where you live. They know who your friends are. They know who you're married to. They know whether you're gay, whether you're whether you're straight. They know everything about you just using Facebook data. They can come to these conclusions, reading your posts and doing other things. Let me tell you something, a story that um, happened to me. Stu, I think you were there uh, right after September 11th. Were you work? You were working with me after September 11th, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, Glenn. Yes, we were working together on September. I can't even. I don't know because there were times where you're like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little girl. I'm flighty. I might not work with you this week. Well, anyway, I, I did have uh, some. I uh, said some sleeper cell stuff I was working on at that time. But yes, we were yes, working together. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the the twentieth uh, hijacker. I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, after after September 11th, do you remember that that group that came in and was doing work with the Department of Homeland Security? And they showed us technology. This is 2001. They showed us technology to where they could target individuals and say, okay, this individual is a suspect, a terrorist suspect, uh, and they could zero in on his home. We could know whether he was home just by his water usage. We knew everything about his friend network. Um, because of any data sell uh, in his phones or anybody he called or reached out to. So we could then, if he decided to leave, we'd know immediately he hasn't been in the house in 24 hours. Where is he? And it would automatically go and check all the airlines, all the trains, all the rental cars. And it would also check all of the houses of the people that we know he knew to see if their water usage went up by one person. That was 2001. Yeah. Imagine the, there's, there's no escape. The time at the time it was basically to say, Hey, like we're really getting good at catching terrorists. And of course at the Correct. time it was a huge priority. Obviously it's, I mean, it's still a priority, but the, the, the sensitivity uh, uh, for most people was about terrorism and not about privacy. And now I know, Glenn, you've always been on that bandwagon of worrying about that and how it could spin out of control. But at the time, it's, this was something they were it, bragging about. Yep. I, I remember I was at uh, General Motors in mm, 2002, Stu, and uh, the Premier Radio Networks had worked to get General Motors on for 20 years. And everybody was doing General Motors. And uh, I liked General Motors at the time. And then they got into bed with the government. And I wasn't concerned about the bailouts they were receiving. I was concerned about technology that they had showed me in Detroit at their center. I was watching the OnStar uh, program. And it was a giant room. This is, you know, 2001 or two, five, maybe. Um, it was a giant room with a screen of the United States of America, and it had lights on every car that was using OnStar in America. And we were talking about how, you know, they could turn the engine off at this time. They could unlock the doors where everybody knows that, but they could also turn the engine off. Uh, so if you were being pursued and I said, boy, that's kind of dangerous. Do you ever do that? And they said, well, we've done it for some Amber Alert cases, but we would never do further than that. I can guarantee you now every car company in the world 
will shut your car down if you are wanted or needed. You don't need car chases anymore. Uh, I, I think maybe they're just saving it for the feds to be able to do that, uh, to not shock everybody into, oh, man, wait, what? Yeah. They can do anything right yeah, now. Right. And, and this is and this is the you know, you, you mentioned the stuff that happened after September 11th and some of the surveillance state stuff growing in the United States. Now, concerning all of that is and that is that was very concerning that the problem that we have now is that you still you have the government increasing surveillance in all sorts of different ways, including with smart cities and other things, even for not even investigating criminals necessarily, just in general surveilling people. And then on top of it, you have a whole class, basically everybody in America almost has voluntarily given all of their information and privacy over to five big tech companies, something like that. And together, those and five all in bed and they're all in bed with government. So so there's yes. literally like six organizations in the <laughs> in the world that control almost all of the relevant data for the average American. There's like six companies and they if you include the government as a company and they all are working together, they're all working together to. And once they realized that they could do this and systematize it with ESG, they realized that they could control anything that they wanted in society. And I think they were banking on the fact that no one would figure it out until it was too late. And because well, they, they screwed up with the Great Reset using a crazy slogan that tipped that tipped us off to it, honestly. And then after that, once we discovered what ESG really was, we've now moved into a new era of being able to push back against it. But they had been building that infrastructure for decades and nobody even realized that it was going on. And, you know, what's crazy is the way the way the government got people to do this, you know, because the tech people, they were all libertarians. They were all libertarians 20 years ago, and they were like, I hate the government just as much as you do, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the way they got it to, to, uh, to get them in is through global warming. They were also global warming fanatics. And when the government said, we'll do ESG through the banks, we'll do it through all of our powers, but we need your help to do it and enforce it. They were all more than willing to jump in because it was good for the planet. And I hope that they see now what they're actually in for. This has nothing to do with global warming and has everything to do with control. Dark Future is the name of the book, and it is out today wherever books are sold. Grab your copy now. You can go to Glenn's New Book uh, com and order there or order wherever you get your books. Our sponsor. This half hour is real estate agents I trust. I want to tell you about Jason. Jason's a part-time minister at his local church. He serves the, on the city council as well. In fact, he's the youngest person in his town to ever be elected to his uh, city council. He serves on the board for a startup organization that takes a Christ-centered approach to help men who need to go out on long-term drug and alcohol rehabilitation. He's a stand-up guy. He's also well-loved and and a talented real estate agent. I, I like to focus on who people are first because it's who they want to be and who they are. It's not what they do that really counts. I'm incredibly blessed to be working and uh, be connected to people uh, just like Jason all over the country with realestateagentsitrust.com. When you are moving, whether it's across the town or across the country, let us help you find the right person and the right real estate agent for you. 
buy or sell a home, first stop should be at realestateagentsitrust.com. Let us send people like Jason to you so you can interview him yourself. You don't have to hire him. No obligation. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Look, eventually we'll arrive in the utopia where you will own nothing and you'll be happy about it. And you'll just love that life. But right now you might still own your home and you might not like the idea of someone else taking it from you. That's called home title theft. Uh, if you haven't checked your home's title in a long time, you're like every other sane American. You shouldn't be bothering, wasting your time doing that. But if you don't check your home's title, you can have your home stolen right from uh, under you. It's a terrible, terrible thing that's been going on for far too long, honestly. But it is, it's a tough crime to catch unless you know what you're looking for. And Home Title Lock does know what they're looking for. Uh, we've been seeing you know, thousands of homeowners lose their homes. Some of them, you know, everything from like, okay, well, there's some paperwork stuff and it's a real uh, hassle and you're spending all this time on the phone trying to get everything sorted out. Everything from there to a family that had their house demolished because someone else had actually bought it. They didn't know that they were in the middle of committing a crime, uh, but they bought the home. They were going to demolish it for building a new home. This has happened to people, far too many people. Home Title Lock prevents it. Home Title Lock helps you protect your home. Uh, they put a shield around your home's title. So go to HomeTitleLock.com. Check it out now. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is BECK. When you go to HomeTitleLock.com, you can protect yourself for 30 risk-free days, and you can protect yourself going forward as well from home title fraud. It's the type of thing you got to look for. Home Title Lock will do it for you. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Coming up on Friday, kind of a big deal. We have the summit on Blaze TV. This is going to be carried by us. It's the first candidate forum, the forum of national voices going on in Iowa for a bunch of the big presidential candidates on the Republican side, uh, along with some other uh, people you're going to know. And big part of this as well is the first public appearance of Tucker Carlson, since his departure from Fox News Channel, uh, he's going to be doing these interviews. We're going to be carrying them on Blaze TV. He's going to be interviewing the candidates one by one. And I think one of the things that's really valuable about something like that is it's not like left-wing annoying questions. Like, what do you think about what Donald Trump said about that tweet the other day? Those aren't the type of questions you're going to get from Tucker Carlson. Uh, and then as part of the Blaze TV subscription, if you happen to be a Blaze TV subscriber, which we would invite you to do at blazetv.com slash Glenn, the code uh, will not be censored. We'll get you 30 bucks off. If you happen to be there, you're going to get an interview one-on-one with Glenn Beck and Tucker Carlson. Glenn, this is going to be a pretty pretty cool event. It's a really cool event. And we'll be talking to some of the, uh, uh, the candidates after they interview with Tucker Carlson. As the new candidate is seated, we'll kind of brush up a bit with that uh, candidate you don't want to miss it it is friday and at the end as he said just for blaze tfc subscribers my interview with the tucker back program i want to talk to you about a new uh, sponsor um how many times do you use your credit card every month um or a week even me Probably or my wife which one are what? you asking about <laughs> well i don't want to ask about your wife most people about 10 times 40 times a month 
Guess what? Every time you do, you're helping big banks contribute money to leftist causes. Sound familiar? La Raza, Planned Parenthood, Black Lives Matter, Acorn, Clinton Foundation, just to name a few. And they sincerely say thank you while they hate you for your contribution. But it doesn't have to be that way. A new parallel economy, the COIN card, spelled C-O-I-G-N, like sovereign COIN, is America's only conservative credit card. And it gives you the freedom to support causes that match your values. I uh, have had Rob Collins, the CEO, on the program before. He's a great guy. This is a great idea to learn more and apply for a COIN credit card, COIN, C-O-I-G-N, dot com coin dot com slash blaze entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn beck program hello america and welcome to the glenn beck program today dark future is out it's my latest book to follow up to the great reset and it's all about progress But what is progress? Do you think we have progressed in the last 20 years? Have we gotten better or worse as society, as institutions, as people, as families? Are we getting better or worse? Well, it's all been planned. It's all being taken advantage of. And there is an end goal. And I want to talk to you about dark future and the dizzying pace of life in 60 seconds. First, the chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell, keeps predicting a recession in the United States. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's going to be good. It's, no, no, seriously. As uh huh. Well, we have more rate rate hikes coming. That would be great. Wouldn't that be great for the? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You want to wait six months, see what happens, or do you want to prepare now? Get all this worry off of your, your plate. You have 401ks. Uh, you have some retirement funds. Find out if any of those can be converted partially even into gold or silver. This week only at Goldline, with every purchase of five of their popular one-ounce gold legal tender bars, you're going to receive 25 ounces of pure silver for free. That's an incredible deal. 25 of the silver Mayflower rounds at no cost. The legal tender bar cards have been sold out for almost two months. They just got them back in from the Canadian Mint, and they're going to sell out again. So don't wait to call, especially with this deal. I've never seen Goldline make a deal like this before. 25 of the silver Mayflower rounds at no cost with every legal tender bar card that you buy. 
They're going to be sold out quickly. Go to goldline.com or just pick up the phone and call them. No obligation. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. I think all of us feel the most difficult part of our day is the pace of it. Life in 2023 is so fast. And everything is moving. The speed of our collapse as a nation, the speed of a collapse of our values, our churches, our society, even our family, is outrageous. The speed at which our children are having to grow up, make decisions, the speed of which they have to process even who they are as a teenager is crazy. And the acceleration possibility just keeps doubling. The pace of life in general is unsustainable. Do you know that was just, what, 12 or 14 years ago that we got our first iPhone? Go without your iPhone for a day. But you can't. Faster and faster and faster. New words. Cisgender. That was something us new iPhone users would have to wait five or six years to hear. Cisgender. Now, it's just assumed everybody knows what cisgender is. It's been in for years. What are you talking about? The world is just overwhelming. The system was not designed for this. And it is headed for collapse. And most people don't fully realize it or they deny it because that's people look for a normalcy bias. That's normal or worse. They know and they are trying to design a new future that doesn't include any of your ideas. But we all feel it. All of us feel it. Things are different and we don't know exactly why or what that means. Let me be real blunt on this. We are right now at the human inflection point. This is the point to where humans will decide whether the species lives or dies. You know, people would say that with nuclear weapons, but nuclear weapons, there would be survivors. What is what we're facing today is a tech that will change everyone's life on the planet. There is no escape from any of this if it goes through. Right now, right now is the time that man is deciding, whether you know it or not, whether or not all of this tech is really progress if we're moving in the right direction. You know what's crazy is the vast majority of people all around the world say this is not progress. The world is headed in the wrong direction. And yet we're doubling down on it and not doing anything to stop it. All of the tech that is coming now, it first will serve us like the iPhone. Then it will overwhelm us. Then it will be used to make decisions for us. Then it will enslave us. And here's the basic truth. Choices cannot be made at this pace. It's too overwhelming for the homo sapien. 
it's just it's too much i don't know i don't know it's like because so many of us go home and your wife will say where do you want to go for dinner i don't know i don't really care because you'll have decision fatigue maybe you come home and your wife because she's doing everything with the schools and that's getting over she has decision fatigue as well I don't know about you, but I have a hard time with a cheesecake factory memo um, um, menu. It's it's just I like I don't know. I look at my wife and like I I, I don't know what what would I like in here. I, I don't care. The decisions that you have to make as an average human being now would fill five thousand cheesecake factory menus every day, and you have to ask. The things I'm spending my time on, A, are they eternal? Do they have eternal ramifications? B, are they teaching me anything? Am I learning anything? If you believe in progress, then you have to believe that you should be spending maybe an hour a day. I know you don't have time, but an hour a day learning something new. And then the people around me, are they helping me? Are they helping me try to prepare for the world that is coming? It's right around the corner. Are they telling me what's coming and helping me figure it out? Massive job losses are coming. Massive loss of opportunity. And that's freedom. What well, is freedom if, if it doesn't offer you opportunities? The loss of opportunity, the social scores, digital currency, Chinese-style lockdowns, total control. Don't believe me? Do your own homework. This is what Dark Future is. This is why it's 500 and, I don't know, 12 pages, something like that. More footnotes than any other book I've ever uh, written. More pages than anything I've ever written. It is... It is the deal. And I don't ask you to believe me. I don't ask you to believe a word in that book. I can't tell you how many times I have asked, can this book just be published without my name on it? No, because my name is, sells the book. But if it was just somebody else's book, perhaps more people would read it and listen to it. But in the book, I do not ask you to believe anything I say. I ask you to do your own homework and check it out for yourself. And every single fact and stat and every single technological revolution or comment anyone has made is all footnoted. So you can check it out for yourself. So are people trying to prepare you or are people trying to con you? Are they doing it because they have a normalcy bias and they just don't want to see it? Or are they doing it because they have another agenda? See, we're, we're moving so fast. And part of that is coming from the villains of this story to make sure you never slow down. If they get their way, humanity itself will be trapped in a never-ending acceleration. 
because then you will have to have machines make decisions for you algorithms that they create is this progress destroying traditional family a god that's a man created algorithm is this progress well don't think about it that's crazy that's so so conspiratorial you don't even have time to go down that rabbit hole hey have you heard that joe biden won't recognize his grandchild you know it's just those damn republicans or the or those damn democrats <laughs> what is woke what do you mean you saying i'm not woke enough you don't even know what woke is race wars all of the stupid arguments that we have just to wear us out. So at the end of the day, on the racetrack of our daily lives, we head into the stall and we just want to unplug. These distractions become annoying. And so you don't listen to any of it. And the villains of this story want it that way. So let me tell you about them. More in 60 seconds. Anytime the check engine light comes on in your car, first thought is always, you know, oh, geez, how much is this going to cost? And the answer is almost always, oh, geez, right? Towing parts, labor, everything else in between, they all add up, and the grand total is almost always steep. So seeing that that light really can ruin your day, unless, of course, you have Car Shield, um, you should call Car Shield and get it. CarShield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts than ever before. And you'll want them when those costly repairs are needed. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Coast-to-coast roadside assistance with every protection plan. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get CarShield like I have. CarShield, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100, save 20%. CarShield, lock in your price and it will never go up. 800-227-6100, carshield.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. So the villains of the story of our dark future adore the sins of the world. They accelerate and deepen them. They want to accelerate the secular rot of God's finest creations. Isn't, I mean, Pride Month, isn't Pride one of the seven deadly sins? Pride Month, really? And nobody will even stand hearing talking about humiliation and humiliating yourself in front of God and being humble. It's Pride Month, huh? They want you to swallow the world with their atheism and their sexual deviance and moral panic. The apocalypse is always lurking just out of sight. Global warming, global warming. But when you actually talk about things that could actually happen in your lifetime, like a dollar collapse, that's crazy. They speak the absolute language of absolute fear. Their vision for the future is all code, all machinery, devouring what's left of humanity to save humanity. The villains of this story realize that a busy mind is prone to error. 
the laws of movement, as they see it, should lift the elites higher and drag the rest of us downward. We all know the exhausting power of a busy life. It's exhausting to be in a constant hurry. It keeps you from thinking, let alone making clear decisions. It actually drives you onto the Internet. It drives you into the lap of whatever, Amazon or Netflix, just because you're like, I just have to be a vegetable for a few minutes. You're in a constant hurry. The blur of adrenaline. Whew. I mean, so many crucial and incredible events day after day after day. These elites, the villains of our story, are continuing a legacy that began at least 200 years ago in the Age of Enlightenment, when great minds decided that technology and science led to progress and that progress is always good. And worst of all, it is completely man-made man-made idols of progress look science is important but there is no such thing as following the science but there's about to be even more than you can even begin to understand their glorious future it's already here and it's proven to be empty of all light their transparency is nothing but mud and violence and this is why klaus schwab appeals to the youth this is why he sees the fourth industrial revolution as full of opportunities of this revolutionary change. And this is the story I tell in my latest book, Dark Future, uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, the Biden crime family. These are the villains of that book because they are the villains of our world, our lives and our freedom today. I took real pains to slow down the acceleration. Writing the book seemed a frenzy. When I read it for the audiobook, I tried to make it palpable, and I actually found um, calm in it. Because for once, the world will all make sense. And you'll see and be able to connect the dots and do your own homework. If you slow down the acceleration, we can find the true solution together. But it's not going to be easy. I think it's going to be the hardest moment for mankind. Look who we're up against. The villains of this story are all household names. Their actions infect every one of our households. The hatred is prehistoric. Their ugliness contains an evil that existed before gesture or words. And they treat life like a riddle that has to be destroyed to be solved. An illness that has to be killed for a cure. A word that has to be forgotten entirely. But there's a, a very old word that is coming into play again. The villains of this story are that word, tyrants. 
And like any good tyrant, they only offer problems. They'll talk about solutions yet in books and documentaries and, and on stage at award shows. And they'll hold decadent conferences in Davos, supposedly in the name of finding solutions for you, the little guy. But really, they already have the solution. It's their a solution. The acceleration of your submission to them. And this requires the total collapse of the institutions of civil liberty. What is happening is their goal. Tyrants don't gain power on a platform that openly expresses contempt for freedom. They do it by appealing to our humanity, by offering us refuge and safety. I just purchased the handwritten speech of the 1930. Uh, acceptance speech by Adolf Hitler. It is terrifying, terrifying, because he talks about going to war with chaos, and he's going to straighten this country out because we all know it's in trouble. They never come and say, I'm going to enslave half the people. And if they do, nobody believes them. For us right now, it involves the collective rejection of the elite class that has overtaken society through a Trojan horse of leftist politics. We must reject them. Don't listen to the shrill and ubiquitous voices. Don't watch their TV shows or their movies. Don't read their books, articles, stories, reviews. Don't feed them. Don't give them your attention. Don't give them your emotions. The time for politeness has come and gone. We can still be gentlemen, but we don't have to necessarily be polite and say, you know what? That's a cute little opinion. We have to treat this for what it is, a virus that is killing the Western body. History's not supposed to be all progress or all decline. But in the hands of these villains, the only option is a dark future, a rush, a never-ending acceleration until the mountains shake into the mouth of the seas. Dark future. Pick it up wherever you get your books or go to glensnewbook.com. That's glensnewbook.com. The Glenn Beck Program. As we get into the summer, you need to uh, improve your appearance. If you need to, uh, I think maybe you're looking in the mirror, you don't like the dark spots. Now, we can't, unfortunately, remove the dark future with Janusel's dark spot corrector, but it can do some work for you. Uh, We're talking about targeting sunspots, dark spots, liver spots, even discoloration on both your face and your hands. Uh, The dark spot corrector has not one, but three cutting edge ingredients, and you will be amazed at how quickly you'll see results. You can enjoy the summer sun, the beach, and the barbecues without having to deal with all of those embarrassing spots. With GenuCell, you see the results or your money back. No questions asked. Go to GenuCell.com right now. Get your Dark Spot Corrector Plus, the best-selling ultra retinol moisturizer with a powerful retinol alternative for safe use in the summer sun. All you got to do is visit GenuCell.com slash Beck. Get these great summer essentials and save over 70% on GenuCell's most popular package. They've got free shipping. They've got free returns. The best luxury skincare you've ever used. All at 70% off right now. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. GenuCell.com slash Beck. All orders will include a mystery luxury gift while supplies last. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 
And don't forget to pick up Dark Future. It's available now everywhere in bookstores and wherever you get your books. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. There is a guy who is on the periphery of, of news and has has kind of pierced the bubble of what I'm looking at a couple of times. And I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know what questions he wants to ask. I just know that uh, he keeps getting in trouble at the White House uh, because he wants to ask questions. He's from Africa. Um, they may be good questions. I don't know because he's never been able to ask them. And now this last week, they talked about taking away his uh, his credentials. And if you remember when Trump did that with uh, with uh, Acosta, because what was he doing? Disrupting and trying to control the press room. Well, that's what they're saying. This guy does. Uh, and he doesn't do it every day like um, uh, Acosta did. Well, everybody went crazy with Acosta. But in this case, it looks like all the journalists are with the White House, which pisses me off. So I wanted to get him on. His name is Simon Ateba, and he is with, I want to make sure I have this right, the North, oh boy. Simon, I, I screwed it up now. You are with the North <laughs> African News? What, who are you Today with? News Africa. Today, Today News Today Africa. News Sorry Africa. about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what regions do you cover? You're you're covering the news for how much of Africa? Yes. First of all, thank you for having me on your show, Glenn. Uh, today, sure. News Africa focuses on U.S. Africa relations, so we don't actually pretend to cover every single thing that happens in Africa, and we don't pretend to cover every single thing that happens in the U.S. We focus on the intersection between the U.S. and Africa. Just to give you an example, okay. last December, President Biden received hosted 50 African leaders in Washington, D.C. Those are some of the things that we focus on. Now, the first lady going to Africa, or the, the vice president going to Africa, or every tie and interaction that has to do between, that has to do with Africa and the U.S. That's what we focus on. So what, Simon, what are the um, what are the questions that you want to ask that they won't let you ask? No, so many questions. I know the guy from the Washington Post was asking me what's the question. And, you know, we my office actually told him the same thing. When you are silenced for nine months, uh, you don't have just one question. It means when President Biden is host, hosting African leaders, you have series of questions on everything, national security, um, you know, right now, you know, for instance, that the president of Kenya is asking Africans to drop, to dump the U.S. dollars when it comes to trading between, you know, within Africa. Uh, and you mm -hmm. want to know what the U.S. reaction is. You want to know about China right now. China is expanding its influence in Africa, pushing out U.S. And, you know, almost 40% of all the rare mineral resources used by top U.S. companies come from Africa. Uh, China Correct. is pushing the U.S. out. Russia is expanding the influence. Yet the guy who covers U.S.-Africa relations is not allowed to ask a question in, in the White House, multiple questions, including some of the questions that I can't disclose here, 
um, but it's not just one question. Question change with event uh, and with what is going on. So the uh, the other question that I would have if I were you is, uh, uh, and let me just ask it of you, is, is Africa being um, exposed to few food shortages because of the war with Russia and Ukraine? So it's not, that's the narrative. It's not just because of the war with Russia and Ukraine. If you go to the Horn of Africa, you know, for the past three years, they've been having a severe drought there. Hundreds of thousands of people are starving, not because of the war between Russia and Ukraine, but because of uh, <laughs> uh, drought today and also the fact that people don't have the basic things that they need to, to farm. Um, and so the war in Ukraine represents, to my estimation, maybe just 2% of the hunger in Africa. Hmm, okay. So you tweeted something out last January that said, I've been attacked by pirates on the Gulf of Guinea with an AK-47 to my head, kidnapped in Nigeria, dumped into the woods and left for dead, arrested in Cameroon during investigation, and kept in a dark cell, now only to be sidelined at the White House. I mean, that sounds like kind of a, I mean, we're all of the problems, that's probably the best one you've had. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it, my life has been like a movie. And, you know, like everyone else, when you live in a place where you can really be free, when you come to the U.S., you want to protect the First Amendment because you know what it is like to live in a place where uh, you can be arrested and you can be jailed and you can be killed for writing something. And and I think most people who were born in the U.S. and who have never lived outside the U.S. don't really understand how uh, mm-hmm. that the U.S. is still the most advanced and the most powerful country in the world because of the freedoms that we enjoy here. The only country that comes close was more than 2,500 years ago in Athens. All the other people don't have that freedom. And, and and that's why I want to fight for freedom. And all I'm asking her, the press secretary, to do is to understand that, you know, they are not, I'm not a subhuman. I'm in the briefing room, and from time to time, give me a question, especially when President Biden is hosting 50 African leaders to try to strengthen ties between the U.S. and Africa. Um, I'm not asking them to call on me every day, but to leave me there for nine months when I have key questions to ask. And you, uh, you know, you send the Washington Post after me and to say, you know, the guy doesn't have a question. Uh, you know, it, it, it's crazy. So, um, uh, Simon, the, uh, the Washington Post coming after you is, is something despicable. I've, I've never seen it happen before where um, they gang up on the press person. Uh, in defense of the big bad government. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't understand that. Have you been shocked by the reaction of your fellow um, press people? Yeah, yes, I was shocked. And, you know, it, I, I think it happens all the time, the fact that people have to send questions in advance to the press secretary. Even when President Biden is briefing, you know, the scandal a few months ago, a few weeks ago, where a journalist from the LA Times had to send questions and President Biden had her picture, the question she was going to ask and where she was even seated. 
And so it's scandalous to have people who are supposed to hold the state accountable, crushing the little guy in the briefing room to save the state, to protect the state. And the Washington Post did a, a, you know, a really sad job and they sent me really foolish questions asking me if I was seeking attention and if I want to be on TV and why is it important for them to call on me. And the, the guy who sent those questions, he's, you know, he was really sad to see. I could see it all over the face that he was trying to do a hit job on me. And I've been shocked that people uh, have allowed themselves to become tools of the state instead of holding those in Mm. power accountable. Simon, did they try to take away your White House credentials? Yes. So on July 31st, if you read New York Post, Washington Post, and different publications, they decided to change the rules of the, to acquire a hard pass. And so on July 31st, my hard pass will expire. And one of the rules that they added is you need to be credentialed by the the Senate gallery, press gallery. And it, somehow it's been more than a month now. Uh, I've been waiting on them to um, approve my application, but they've not done that. And without that, I won't be able to renew my hard my hard pass in the White House, so I wouldn't have access so, to the so, and the press briefing. So wait a minute. The, this is a new rule where you have to get the Senate to approve your pass for the White House? Yes. Well, that seems ridiculous. Stu, have you ever heard of that? No, that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, we have a couple of Senate friends. We'll, we'll uh, give you. Uh, we'll pass on the information to them and see if they can't uh, help you with that. That seems pretty ridiculous. Uh, and that expires then at the end of the month. Yes, on July thirty first, the last day of the month. Hmm. And who is that in the hands of? Is that just a Democratic committee, or is that a Republican and Democrat committee? Okay, so they they have an office there, and most of the people who approve your application, I think they are fellow journalists, and most of them are left-leaning journalists. So if the White House tells them not to approve your application, they may not likely approve it. I don't know if there's some some coordination. Uh, And, and, you know, all we are trying to do is is just to make sure we do our job, ask key questions, and focus on U.S.-Africa relations as China and Russia expand their influence. They should actually be assisting us and encouraging us instead of trying to sideline us and silence me in particular. Simon, I have to ask you, just because I ask this of anybody that's in and around the White House, was that your cocaine that they found? <laughs> I just I just needed to know. I, oh my god! <laughs> no, you wouldn't be anybody. And it wasn't. No, the person. Do who you find that cocaine? <laughs> the person who brought that cocaine was likely someone who was protected by the Secret Service. As you know, everyone who comes to the White House, the those the visitors who come on tour, you know, they have to empty their bags. Uh, and where they found it, you know, it went from the library to the West Wing and to the Situation Room. And, and so, and the person who had it is someone who came through the White House 
uh, through the executive entrance. And those people are not usually searched by the Secret Service because they are protected by the Secret Service. Hmm. Well, that's I've always said it was probably Colonel Mustard in the library with the broomstick or something like that. Uh, Simon, thank you so much. I really I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, if if we can help you, please let us know. We'll we'll uh, shoot a couple of calls into senators. But if it's the, the press, they like us less than they like you. So <laughs> it probably won't help. Thank you. Uh, Simon, thank you so much. God bless you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Simon uh, Ateba, and he is uh, today's News Africa chief White House correspondent, at least until the end of the month. Boy, you would think it's almost like racist, don't you think, Stu? I mean, it sounds pretty racist. It seemed like they'd be fighting for the freedom of journalists. I thought they cared so much about that, uh, but apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently not. What if every time you took your phone out of your pocket and looked at it, and you were reminded of the fact that you were doing good in the world? Wouldn't that be good? Most of the time, it's kind of the opposite. Especially if you know how many of the big mobile companies donate part of your bill to leftist causes. Well, I have good news for you. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and it offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without all the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech and religious freedom and the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment and our military, veterans, first responders. So you're going to get the great coverage. You're going to save a lot of money. You're not going to be giving it to people who are trying to destroy your way of life. And you'll get free activation. You'll keep your phone. Keep your phone number, too. PatriotMobile.com slash back. It's PatriotMobile.com slash back. Or call 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So yesterday, we had the attorneys for the president uh, in a courtroom arguing that they shouldn't have to stop working with social media to tell them who to get off of social media and who to favor or disfavor. I, I mean, that's it, the, it, the president was doing that. Has he read the Constitution? The judge really just read him the riot act and said, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And then we have another story that comes out of uh, Massachusetts. Um, A guy named Robert Wright, he's suing Massachusetts along with the uh, some civil rights organization. Um, Because Google just downloaded an app on his phone and did it to a million other people in Massachusetts. The, um, the governor was just like, yeah, can you guys, we don't need to ask people, just put it on, you know, and don't put a, don't put any notice or anything on it. So they don't really know they have it and they don't know how to get off uh, the, the app uh, and just track all of their movements. And can we have access to their phone, uh, their uh, contacts and uh, their emails? Excuse me, what? 
They had access. I'm not saying that they did anything with it, but they had access to everybody's contacts and emails, and they tracked everybody's movement, a million people, without telling anybody about it. Now that it's at court, they're like, yeah, but COVID is over, so it doesn't matter because we're not doing it anymore. Why are we even here? I don't know. So maybe you learn a lesson that no, you can't do that. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, following through on the court stuff is so important. You know, you can't just yeah, say, we, hey, we made it past this and uh, let's cross our fingers for next time. You have to lock these things in with major court decisions that bust these yep. situations up. And, and one of the big have we have, go ahead. No, I was going to say, have we done that with any state on the overreach of the states? There's been some stuff that's gone that? through. There's been some stuff that's gone through uh, on religious freedom, which has been important. Yeah. I, I would argue not enough. You know, that you, you can't just let this stuff hang out there. It has to be closed off because the oh, next time something geez. happens, they've learned. They, they have learned what they can get away with here. And if th- these doors aren't cut uh, short, even if it's six months or two years after the the fact if that's not done they will utilize those same pathways next time oh what evidence do you have that that's the way government works oh dark future new book out today find it at glensnewbook.com glens new book find it in bookstores everywhere dark future out today the glenn back program